Hello, Brian Zond here. Thank you for tuning in to the sermon podcast. We'll get to the message in just a moment, but I want to let you know that we have an online prayer school coming up at the first of the year. You know, the primary purpose of prayer is not to get God to do what we think God ought to do, but to be properly formed. That's what prayer school is all about. And so January 8, 9, and 10, I'm doing two online prayer schools. One is at 1 p.m. Central Time, and then there's another one, 7 p.m. Central Time. So whatever, you know, works for you, you can pick which one you want to be a part of. And you can get registered for this online prayer school by going to wolc.com slash prayer school. You can register for a donation of any amount. So prayer school coming up January 8, 9, and 10. Get registered. During Advent, we've been talking about the greatest wonder of all, and this is it. (laughs) This is the greatest wonder of all. 20 years ago, I was in the Rocky Mountains after a thunderstorm. and I was high up on a ridge at about 12,000 feet watching the sun set over the Never Summer Mountains. I was all alone except for the company of seven bull elk. And I was overwhelmed by the beauty of it. And I prayed and said, God, I want to live my life in a constant state of wonder. And to my surprise, an answer came, this is the greatest wonder of all. The word became flesh. John tells us about it like this. In the beginning was the word. In the beginning was the logos. In the beginning was the the discourse, the conversation the reason, the purpose, the logic, the logic of divine love. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God, and all things were made by Him. And apart from Him, nothing was made that was made. And in Him was life. And the life was the light of all people. And this light shines in the darkness. And the darkness did not comprehend or overcome it. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. And the Word became flesh. And we beheld His glory, His beauty, as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And of His fullness we have received grace upon grace, upon grace, cascading waterfalls of grace. The law was given by Moses, that's a good thing, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, the only begotten Son who is near the Father's heart. (laughs) He has made him known. The light has come into the world, and now we know what God is like. Oh, I mean, we had hints and guesses, but for the most part, we thought that God was cruel and capricious. He is not. He's like Jesus. We thought thought that God was absent and aloof. He's not. He's like Jesus. And Jesus says, and behold, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. We thought that 
God was austere and demanding. He is not. He's like Jesus. Jesus says, come unto me, all you that are weary and heavy laden, I'll give you rest. The good news of Christmas is that God is like Jesus. God has always been like Jesus. There's never been a time when God wasn't like Jesus, but we didn't always know that. But now we do. And this is the light that comes into the world. And so we come to Bethlehem to hear the good news, to see that Christ is born, to join with the shepherds and the magi and worshiping the one who is the light of the world. So stand with me if you would, please. And this light comes to us because it's passed on from life to life, from generation to generation. And that's what we're going to do right now. We're going to bring the light of Bethlehem, the light of Christ to each and every one of you. And we'll do that while we sing that most beloved of Christmas carols, Silent Night.